Hey, Purpose Claremont. I hope you guys are having a good week, a good day. Um, Just something that stood out from my reading, 2 Kings 22. Um, Man, it's verse 8. It's one of the most depressing verses (laughs) that, that I've read. Not all. I mean, I'm not talking about like the evil that happens and the way that we deal with each other, but just the spiritual um, apathy and actually rebellion against God and what can happen. It's just depressing when you look at it. So that's a great way to start off. That's a great way to encourage <laughs> our podcast. But uh, let me pray and then I'll explain why. Jesus, in the midst of all that's going on in life, all around the world, God, I pray that we would be people of your word and I thank you for it. And you'll remind us today of the importance of it. So God, please teach us and show us. Um, Use this time to change us into the likeness of Jesus. We love you. We pray this in your name. Amen. So in chapter 22, Josiah, who's eight, he's the the grandson of Manasseh. If you read in chapter 21, Manasseh was evil. I mean, he just did horrible things. Um, I mean, so much. I mean, he worshipped all these other gods and set up the high places again. Uh, he even worshipped a god where he had to sacrifice his own son. Um, I mean, it's just it got it got bad. And then it's weird though that God let him reign for fifty five years, and then his son takes over uh, Amon for two years, and then a conspiracy happens against him where he's killed. Then you get Josiah, so he's the grandchild of Manasseh. He starts reigning when he's eight. <clears throat> and you get to verse two, and he did what was right in the eyes of the Lord and walked in all the way of David his father. Did not turn aside to the right or to the left. <clears throat> now that part also hit me. Verse 2. He did not turn aside to the right or to the left. Friends, we pick a side. So even if I just say hey, politically, are you on the right or are you on the left? And I think that, I think this, and this is my interpretation. I even prayed after I read that, God, please don't let me read into a passage anything that you don't want. And I, just, I wrote that in my journal. But if you think about it, we're either on the right or left. It's like, are you, a, are you on the right? Are you red? Are you blue? Like, do you vote Republican? Do you vote Democrat? And notice that Josiah was applauded because he did not turn aside to the right or to the left. Friends, if we're going to be followers of Jesus, we're supposed to first and foremost be people who are about him. And he says, don't turn to the right or the left, you go after me. And then he continues, and then he starts this reform. He wants to rebuild the temple. And um, at eight, at, in the 18th year of, of, of his reign, so he's 26, he's like, I want the temple to be, re, re, uh, to be repaired. But then in verse 8, here's the, here's the verse that's just absolutely devastating in my mind. It's so depressing. And Hilkiah the high priest said to Shaphan the secretary, I have found the book of the law in the house of the Lord. Friends, the book of the law was that which the people of Israel were supposed to follow. They, and in order to say we have found it means that they had lost it. They had not followed it for so long. That a, that a high priest actually has to say, hey, I was in the house of the Lord. I was in the temple and I found the book of the law, which means they weren't following it. I just, when I read that, I went, oh, that is so depressing to be a people that don't know where your holy book is. And then I, it's another, another verse that, remi- that, it, that reminded me of is in Judges chapter 2 in verse 10. And all that generation also were gathered to their fathers. Now watch. And there arose another generation after them who did not know the Lord or the work that he had done for Israel. So the faith wasn't passed along to the next generation. But here in 2 Kings 22, 
the word of the Lord was not even, I mean, they didn't even know where it was. So nobody knew where it was. Therefore, nobody was following it. But it hit me, Christians, are we people of the book? Like, I'm not saying we worship the book. No, no, no. We, we spend time in the Bible. We spend time in the book so that we can worship the God of the book. But are we people that know the word? Like, do we spend time reading and studying the word? Or are we just going with feelings or what we've already known about God? And therefore, that's what's going to keep me going. It's like, guys, if we're not in the word, it is so easy to start to stray one direction or the other. It takes intentionality to go straight. Anyone can draw a crooked line. Anyone can do that. Anyone can just draw a line that veers off to the side. Even if it looks, maybe they tried the best they could, but it just veers off by one degree toward the end. But if one degree continues for, I don't know, for 80 years, you are so far away from reality and truth. We, want to, we need to be, we, not only we want, we need to be people who are centered. And we, and we are so intentional about our following Jesus, that we will spend time with him so often in the word. We want to be people who are about the book because we're people about the God of the book. We want to worship God for who he really is, not who we want him to be. We want to do the things that he's called us to do, not just do the things that we're comfortable with doing while making it look a little bit religious. Friends, I, when I read that, it just reminded me that I don't ever want to be known as a as a person, first and foremost, who loves Jesus, that I just don't spend time in the Bible. I'm been, to be able to say, oh, I'm a nice guy, that doesn't matter. But to be a person who loves the Lord so much to spend time with him and that God reveals more of who he is through his word. But then as a pastor, I don't ever want to be known as a pastor who leads a church community. And I'm so thankful that we're not known for this. I mean, we we do, we stick to the we stick to the word. But I want our church to constantly, our church community to be constantly be known as, man, there are people who really love the Lord, but there are people who also, they, they love his word. We spend time in his word and the parts that are uncomfortable, we'll deal with it. We'll submit to it, that God will always be proven to be true, even though all of us are considered liars. I think it's in Romans chapter three, that it says that God's always right. We're always wrong. So we're going to approach the word of God in order that we can worship the God of the word and become more and more like Jesus. Friends, I love you and I'm so thankful that you are people who are of the book, like you love the Bible. And even parts that are hard where it's like, I don't love this part, I get it. But we're still called to be submissive to God and therefore submissive to his word. So friends, thank you for being amazing. Thank you for just being the best community on the planet. I truly do mean it when I say that I love you more than you know. We'll talk soon.